Can you hear me? Yes. Oh my yes. god. Oh my god. <laughs> Welcome what to is... the future. Oh, I had this with Discord today. I did some one to ones and it was just like because I've got like six different audio devices on my computer scattered across it somehow. I'm like, oh, for the love of God. <laughs> yeah. I'll just sign. We don't need to talk. I'll just paint for you and you can, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you were like, oh, we'll just leave. I was like, apparently I can only kick you all out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. See you later. Bye. That's how, that's how parties work in Ireland. Yeah, we so never him again. <laughs> yes. Mega. Love it. <laughs> Hello, guys. Welcome back to a very special episode of the Mediocre Hobbies podcast, where me and Mr. Tom Landy are joined by a very special guest, none other than Mr. Peachy himself. Um, so we're very much looking forward to asking him all of the hard questions that he hasn't been asked before and trying to get a bit of extra information out there in the cosmos for you guys. So stick around and very much enjoy this episode. It was a hard day when it got stripped away from you, doesn't it? Yeah, I had to hand him my spray badge, uh, my spray gun and my badge. It was just like, oh, it's my, it's my badge and my gun, I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> they asked for my badge. I just said I didn't bring it in today and I kept it. <laughs> yeah, I've kept oh, badges for everywhere I've worked. That's genius. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Badge, man. It's, it's, gotta keep it. I've, yeah, I've got I've got two. So they were, they were fine with me keeping one because the guy, he's left now, uh, a security guy called Ben Goodman. He was like, I don't give a shit. He got fired uh, because he didn't take your badge. Yeah, probably. Yeah, well, we know now. Truth out there. Yeah, <laughs> it's all my doing. Uh, no, he's top bloke. Uh, I mean, where can I go? It's all turned off, so I've had all my access denied. But I suppose I could look really, you know, if I was a confidence trickster, I could, I could get. Away. Hey, walking with a badge and things. Yeah, they took me back. I didn't work out. As I'm, I went to buy all this stuff here, but I'm going to use it for the studio. So I'm going to carry. I'll, I'll send you an email to put it all out. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 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 My my house is just full of uh, the dead man's order of just a yeah. million boxes. So yeah, um, the wife. How bad was your dead man's order? What was it? Warcry, Necromunda, <laughs> uh, a lot of kill team stuff. Just yeah, got. And then there's like things after. I was like, damn, I wish I got that. Like uh, Dungeon Bowl. I wish I got Dungeon Bowl because yeah. the cards for that are great and stuff. Yeah, so. I think that's one of those ones that's not going to be around for very long. So once, no. once it's gone, it's going to be like hen's teeth trying to get those cards. Yeah, yeah. It's so absolute nightmare. Were you but... like me when you when you did your Dead Man's Order? Were you like right? It's no longer just about buying things that I that i want it's about things that i need for the channel going forward like this is good yeah, yeah. And you're yeah. Like, that's good content and that's gonna be good content and yeah good. yeah yeah <laughs> and then and then so i got like loads of stuff thinking these will be great and then pat was like oh the algorithm is just going against that so we're just gonna go for this i was like cool <laughs> oh that tricks great. the algorithm <laughs> <laughs> so i was like as long as we've got space marines i guess i mean they're always a win yes but yeah sure yeah. <laughs> we're feeling bad just paint up an assault intercessor in a random chapter color and put that's it on it. The internet. it does great yeah. My I mean, favorite. I mean, I don't know if it's the Suggs touch or what, but if you can paint a rainbow warrior and do well and get like what nearly two hundred k, then uh... <laughs> or even just cool. talk about them. She didn't even paint it. She just talked. No, about she didn't. It. She was like, "These are rainbow warriors. They're all great. They're great. You want to see me paint them? <laughs> I'll become a patron. Got yeah. to pay. Got to pay. Paywall. Yeah. yeah. Yes. I mean, we have a, technically we have a paywall, but you get the stuff early. That's that's really that's, what it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We all got a paywall. I do. Yeah, I do an extra video a week for my patrons, though. So. I don't. Yeah. I don't do anything. I'm just here to. I just bullied Andy into doing a podcast. So you're just a techno guy, you know. Smart. <laughs> <laughs> like we had a conversation earlier on, and Andy's like, "Oh, any any plans for the weekend?" And I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to try and buy something tomorrow." And he was like, "Why did I not just send you stuff? I'm going to send you stuff for free, just, like, you know, because he's an ass. Sense. I know, Makes right?" Sense. No. genius 
I was like, yeah, they will just send it to me, but I they'll they'll put a bill on top of it as well. And I was like, oh, is that how that works? That's, that's unfortunate for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm going to end the call for everyone now. Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool, wicked. <laughs> so how are you, sir? How's your day? You doing okay? Yeah, good. Yeah, I did uh, two one-to-ones, like back-to-back. Um, nice. at a, uh, one of the tiers is feedback. So people send me a picture of the model, and I try and be as nice but brutal, if that makes sense. Uh, cunning and brutal, maybe. I'm going channeling my Gorka Morka. Um, yeah, so that that's just been, yeah, full on. And then... Uh, straight on to, to doing this we've done two streams this week as well which was good so uh I caught one of them that was good yeah was <laughs> not doing it for ages it's weird because workshop used to do it all the time and now it's just like once a week on a friday and it's kind of just regurgitating the uh, community stuff so yeah it is a bit weird i don't i don't understand like i thought the numbers were pretty good on the warmer community side of it when they were doing it um yeah yeah um, and it, yeah it's a really cool yeah. thing to chill and paint with but pretty locked down I think we were lucky to get like 200 viewers at a yeah. time. And then during lockdown, we were like hitting 2000 just for a normal yeah. hangout and hobby, which was mad. But obviously people, you know, were at home doing nothing. So it makes sense. And then yeah. post, well, I say post COVID, but post being stuck in lockdown, it was like four or 500. So it was still better. Good. Yeah, um, it was good, yeah. But then it's just gone down again. Cause well, I suppose. It's it's just... Only hands thing kicking in, I guess. Maybe the, you know, yeah. You know, you want to see people's face, doing it in balaclavas and stuff, maybe. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't help but think me and Duncan have been the nail in the coffin for that, but oh well. I think so. I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't. I think that's that's corporate decisions that people rebelled against. That's why you guys aren't there anymore. Yeah. Like if it was, it's the same with um. Well, you go right back to when Warhammer Community started. I won't mention his name, but you know. There was always that push against what was wanted for the public versus yeah. what the company wanted to do. And as that outgrew the presenter or the, you know, the, not just the hands. Yeah. It just became this thing that didn't make sense. I actually listened to, I've done my homework this week. So I'm watching lots of painting fairs. Oh, and cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I've watched it before, but I wasn't talking to you then. And so yeah. there's, there's like a lot of, yeah, you can double, <laughs> do you get cash for double views? I hope so. But like, yeah. It's one know. of those things where, like, you've been, I, I think from everyone who's left, you've been one of the most vocal about your personal opinion. Yeah, it's yeah. Been, it's been 90%, I would say, positive or at least neutral. But it was really interesting to kind of hear the, <clears throat> you know, the kind of limitations that you had mm. within what you were trying to do there was that one bit where he was the like he was doing bat report video and, and editing and stuff and it's like well he wasn't even doing his job he was just doing one part of that job mm. and he yeah. felt like he was taken on to do something that he couldn't do and inside the corporate structure he was like guys i've run out of space on my hard drive and they were like cool we'll get back to you in two weeks and yeah it's like how do i get a deadline with and i yeah I'm I'm kind of like i want to ask you questions about what it's like now that you're working to somebody else's signing the the ticket and you know yeah. how you how you enjoy being because you were workshop for what 20 years yeah yeah pretty i thought it was 21 but i think it's closer to 20 um yeah. it's around that so yeah a long time <laughs> two how, decades how does it feel being self-employed or working for a company that's so small in comparison uh great liberating it's mad i wish i'd done it earlier if i'm honest um i was a bit sort of in the army painting team when uh duncan mm. left to go and do youtube videos yes both me and my friend steve were like well mate i don't know if that's gonna work i mean how are you gonna make money from that and yeah you know it, it, when we've been there when the 
big redundancies have happened and we're like well your, your department will be the first to go because you don't physically i mean we technically don't make money but it's part of the sure. publication thing you yep. just, they need the armies to to look cool in the books so we're like how's that going to work and we're a bit sort of like nervous for him and then it just went well and he did really well and i was like oh cool um that's going good good job and then i i got a bit sick and tired of like managing <laughs> several different departments and like seven departments of photographers that i couldn't actually manage but like just keep an eye on mm. and then have no budget and then just like try and fix problems it was like this is great i hate this um and then the job came up for a um a presenter i was like well, i like yeah. painting and i miss it because that's the thing for me I'm, i like to do stuff and be creative so management was sort of like not doing as much of that and then um i got to do that and i got to see a bit more of the impact of what that did and now that i'm working with pat um you know, I know you can make money from doing YouTube videos and, you know, YouTube has ads and stuff which go on the videos and you can make revenue from it. Um, but there's none of that nonsense of like, for instance, there's, I've probably mentioned it before on the, the, the channel during lockdown, we did some, it was getting a bit boring. It was the same content of just four guys sat chatting about a yep. hobby, which is cool. Some people enjoyed it, but I want to do some gaming. We weren't allowed to do some gaming because, you know, social distancing and all that. So yep. I was like, I've got an idea. I'm going to start. You, I got like an old cardboard box, sprayed it, put a load of my Warcry scenery in it and just did like a sort of over the shoulder isometric view of Warcry and then just use the Warcry rules. But the measuring thing was a bit tricky. I'd have to measure for that and kind of did like a choose your own adventure thing. And I did that over a couple of weeks and that went down really well. And we did a Necromunder one later on and um, the bosses were like, oh yeah, keep keep that going. You know, they seem to be quite popular and they were, they were doing all right. Then Warmer Plus happened. And they're like, you've got to stop doing that now because it's going to compete with Warhammer Plus. And I'm like, what? How can, how can, how can my webcam and a cardboard box compete with <laughs> a 40 grand studio? And like, yeah. it's, it's quality, not quantity. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and yeah, there was just like weird decisions like that. I was like, yeah, but, it's it's not anything like it's not competing it's just a bit of fun it's narrative based as yep. opposed to tournament based and then i had ideas for like doing painting guides and stuff and they're like no that's not what we do you just do battle ready and stuff so having all these uh blockades of creativity you're just like oh cool all right i mean i've been here for years and i, I know what works and what doesn't work um and a great example um with pat because he's pretty open he's got loads of ideas on how he wants to do stuff um when the uh shadow vault box set for kill team came out the one with the kazakin in it i was like that's going to do really well because it's got kazakin in it yeah, and i think we should paint the kazakin as the inquisitorial stormtroopers because everyone else is going to do the standard kazakin scheme yep. we did a poll and pat was like no i don't know the box covers will probably do quite i was like no 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 they won't people like the black and red from the old days trust me and we did a poll on youtube and patreon and it was like unanimous it was like black and red inquisitorial do that yep. we did it it was a really popular video but the forecasters didn't think that Shadow would do that well, so they didn't make many. <laughs> so I was like, great. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that is one of those things that is happening now with me. With the like, they send you the box set and you didn't want to work on it beforehand, and you put out your video on Saturday morning. And by the time people are watching it, it's sold out and they can't buy it. <laughs> You're like, yeah, yeah, it's mad. But Pat right, listened. Sorry. Pat listened. He was like, well, I, I trust you. Uh, you obviously, you know, been around a lot. So yeah, we'll do that then. We'll see how it goes. And it panned out to be even though people couldn't get hold of it, a useful, a useful video. So. Yeah. As soon as they came out separately, they could get their hands on it and do their own yeah. thing and stuff and, and make that work. And that's the real long tail in this hobby. It's like games workshop. Yes. It sells out, but it is going to be back on the shelf in a few weeks. Mm. And it's, I remember being on the bus in South London. I don't know where I was going, but I was watching Duncan paint a bloodthirster. 
Mm. And that video, <clears throat> that's very early on in him on, on Warhammer. But that that for me is like, if I ever had a blood thirst to depend, I'm going to go straight back and watch that video. Yeah. yeah. Because it's evergreen, right? It's like those those stormtroopers will be evergreen. And yeah. there's yeah. no reason why you can't go back and do the box art or do three or four different stormtrooper yeah. paint guides. And that I think that's the, the, the advantage of being in this particular field is yeah. that like for us in particular as well, you know, you're Chris Peach, right? So people know you. If someone just Googles you, they might see this video at some point. And, you know, that's, that's yeah. the joy yeah. of, of the hobby generally, I think, for anyone who's producing content in it. Yeah. I mean, chances are they're going to find the uh, financial guru, Chris Peach. I always come across him too. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty pretty good at uh, pretty good at keywords, don't you worry? Not the same guy. I, don't, I thought you were the same yeah. guy. Yeah, he's like super attractive, very American, very white teeth. I'm just like, yeah, you're everything I'm not. <laughs> oh, one trip to Turkey, it'll fix all that, don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so he's... yeah, one of the things I wanted to ask you was about the, the idea of the painting phase. Because obviously now there has been quite a few people from that office who have left to create and do their own thing. Mm. You're the first person that has joined somebody else to do it. Yeah. Was that, was that always in your head when you like originally thought about it or did you think about doing it by yourself at any point or? Uh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So probably a couple of months into uh, warmer plus being worked on in the background, uh, it was very evident. I, well, I certainly felt like I, I was like a fifth wheel uh, in yeah. that, in that department. Cause I mean, and granted, you know, uh, warmer plus would make money the 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 concept behind it i think some things were poorly executed in the long run but the ideas they had were great and it made a lot of sense but i was like oh you're the warhammer youtube team you're not part of warmer plus anymore and then whenever you're trying to do videos they'd often take the the equipment away because it, it was important and i kind of understood at the same time but it does have a knock-on effect to your morale you're just yeah. like oh, okay so yeah i'm the the annoying little cousin in the corner that just yeah cool right yeah so well, you mentioned today on, on one of the shows i was re-watching about everyone else in the office was invited to a meeting yeah. and you, you weren't and it was like you started you wrote these little funny thing on on yeah. stickies and stuck it in everyone's chair and it's like why was everyone else in the office invited to a meeting like that can't be good for you or your morale or your no i mean it's not like the it wasn't even the fomo thing because I, I i i there's so many meetings that happen across the business that i'm not invited to but I have opinions and I I've got experience and whether or not I'm actually working with that team, I could probably help. Yeah, uh, and and that was a little bit of a sort of like, Oh, I guess whatever I say is probably not important. So that's fine. So I just thought, you know, take it on the shoulder and just put peachy bum time and sit on everyone's chair and then put a post-it note around there. Just, you know, have a bit of fun. Uh, there's one other guy in the studio who was, um, he does a lot of the, um, oh, like product briefs um, yeah. that get sent out across the business. His name's Ed, lovely guy. Um, so he was sat there and we were chatting a bit. But yeah, all the actual crap, uh, you know, grafters of the of the department were all gone in this meeting. Um, but that was yeah, a couple of months in, and I was starting to get these vibes that am I? Should I be looking for another job? Because I've done like because I was doing a, a like most weeks i would be doing two to three videos a week and i'd have like the editor um edit filming and editing at the same time and i can knock out videos quite quickly um and we can also do big ones would take a bit longer but like you know the single mi miniature and stuff we, we can upload out and i've done like, so many scripts and i think we did six videos in the space of like five months six oh, wow. months something like that so it was like one a month it was just rubbish wow. Um, so I started making plans for myself to start doing my own stuff. So I got a little tripod, got my little, like camera phone, started like working on making footage, doing like edits, using because I haven't got all the equipment. I've never really edited, so it was a sure. lot of 
YouTube research, but there was a really good um, editing software app that I was using that I could put music on and voiceovers. Mm-hmm. But at the time, I was like, I can't voiceover it because it's my voice. They might know if I put these out yep. now. So I'll, I'll just start messing around and try and get used to the equipment and stuff. And Pat had gone, Hattie had gone. Um, and that was a, a dream that would be like me, Hattie and Suggs do a thing. Hattie's an editor. Yep. Suggs is a great presenter. So like, that'd be quite good. I was like, I'd learn editing. Um, you know, I'll, I'll give that a go so we can deal with the, the, the workload. Um, Hattie knows about cameras. I started learning how to use the cameras as well. That's another story in a minute, which was quite funny. Um, <laughs> but um, yeah, so I, I'd been thinking about this for a long time. And then Pat comes along and goes, um you just random message one night going oh i've started a, a youtube channel well i'm thinking of starting a youtube channel this is the name this is like the um the logo i've got here's a video a test video i was like this guy's got it nailed i love the way he just does his videography it's so good yeah. and i was He's like a videographer so it's a good start like yeah that. yeah <laughs> and i was like i was so jealous just looking at stuff going oh that's life goals um and this thing with hattie and louise fell through which was expected because it was all very much a pie in the sky idea um and then he just approached me one day. He's like, do you want to come and work with me? I was like, yes. <laughs> there was not even like, I'll, I'll, I'll tell the wife and have a chat with the wife and show the stuff. But I think um, she knows I'm ready to go. And, and this will be, yeah, uh, Pat, you've got me. <laughs> I don't, um, uh, and I, 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 once I'd said, yes, I'll do it. And I um, confirmed like a date. I, I went to my boss and just went, I'm handing my notes in, in about six weeks time. <laughs> um and he was like oh okay i was like i'm giving you notice i'm a notice so if there's any videos you don't want me in now is the time because there's like there was like a bat report with uh, simon where i was using my ventrally enables i was like i'd understand yeah. if you don't want me in that i totally get it there was loads of other promotional stuff that was going off i was like i'll totally understand if you don't want me in it i get it but i want to give you notice so you compare for it um and at that point as well we had some new guys that had turned up so i was training them and trying to give them chance to to do stuff with them to get them into whatever role so i thought i was being helpful yeah. um by giving them notice because i only had a month's notice originally i thought i had three but apparently it was just one month so i was like well I'll give you a bit of time to I actually to have a, a funny add-on to that exact story which i so about a month before you left mm. so in my head i was like he must have handed in a notice by this time i got contacted by <clears throat> mr x inside a games workshop who runs the department yeah we had a conversation and he was like you know saw what you're doing i saw what you're doing on the youtube channel it's really cool i like your style i like what you're doing and he offered me a job oh ah <laughs> and i was like they, okay. they needed a bo- they needed a beardy bald guy that's what i'm saying <laughs> I'm telling you. and i was like uh no i'm gonna keep doing my own thing and there was conversations about perhaps doing some stuff like outside of it and being like a, yeah I thought anyway, it kind of never never came to fruition, whatever way they decided to do. Oh, that's actually. a shame. Yeah. But like it got to like three or four weeks later, and then it was like your video of you leaving. And I was like, I think I was trying to be hired to be your replacement. And like, <laughs> like My, yeah, that surprised me. Yeah. Oh, that's that mad. Would, that would have been quite an interesting thing. Like, but uh, if that was true, what uh Yeah. Um, mm, interesting. Yeah, the uh the the learning photography was quite funny because they decided we'd need some more presenters. Um and I'd already had a conversation with the manager at this point. This is like way before I left, uh, airing my views. Um, they're like, don't worry, we're going to put more effort into into warmer TV, uh, into the YouTube videos. I was like, okay, we're going to hire some a new presenter. I was like, cool. We did like some interviews and stuff. And they're, they're like, we're going to hire three. I was like, are you going to get any more editors and videographers? <laughs> like, no, we don't need to. I was like, 
you kind of do <laughs> do we have any more space i mean there was like it was a great idea i totally got it um and they're lovely people um but it kind of benefited me in the end because i there was obviously this nervousness because i said teach me how to do editing or teach me how to do videography and i, I can help joe out and like, oh no 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 we can't do that and i think there was that fear of me learning these skills and going off um I'm never going to be a great photographer. I'm never going to be a great editor. So I'm not going to go off and do that. Um, but it was just through necessity in the end, me and Joe just went, I'm not asking for permission. We're just going to do it. Yeah. Um, I was like, show me how to use the cameras. And whilst you're editing, I can be filming. But it was really useful from my point of view, because when they they were doing their presenting, I was able to instantly review it yeah. and just go, be sure you want to go with that take. <laughs> yeah, you kind of um, accidentally would, would, would have ended up managing that team had yeah. you stayed in that position. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that I think that's what they'll uh, egg in to do. And it wasn't until I handed him a notice and they're like, oh, we're looking at doing army painting and, oh, we're going to make you a manager and this, that, and the other side. I don't want to be a manager. And well, uh, it, yeah. it's it's funny that you only want to do army painting now that the notice has been handed in. That's interesting. Um, so I'd already, like, checked had out. my run. Checked out, yeah, um, absolutely. And I said to, like, the guys in charge at that time, because the, the management had changed quite a bit anyway at that time, I was like, it's nothing against you, Lot. It's just personal. I've just got, run my course. Yeah. Um, I totally get why you do what you do, because it's a marketing department, and you market the products. That makes sense. It's just I don't I not find any value in what I do anymore. There's no drive for me. I just don't want to become that guy that gets really bitter. Um, so yeah. whilst I still have the positivity, I might as well head off and do my own thing. I mean, I have opinions and there are people there that annoy me and, and decisions that are made that are just mental. But uh, most of the people that work at Games Workshop, 99% of them, I love because I've been around them for years and they're yeah. great people. Just sometimes lines are led by donkeys. Uh, <laughs> just yeah. the way... Uh, it is. I mean, I've been a donkey a few times and I've been a manager of, you know, when I was doing retail training, I was an idiot. Just learned all the, unlearned all the things I was when I was a full timer. So I, we used to have a, a training store. So it was like a veteran sergeant store and you'd yeah. get like um, staff coming in that were squad leaders, learn to be managers. And you're just like, oh, here we go again. And then I went to do that and I was like, oh, I've become that guy, haven't I? I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> i'm an idiot <laughs> so yeah i know it's a it, it it was always a rough retail experience i worked in games workshop from 2009 to about 2012 2013 mm. um i worked in dublin then i ran eastbourne and then brighton oh wow um, yeah it was always you were always just given the wrong like you wanted somebody who could sell but in order to get somebody into the hobby, they had to be a geek. And so there was always that real difficulty of you really had to get someone like yourself, like Andy, who's actually at their core, a good manager yeah. who will come in and do the grunt work to work their way up. But yeah. it, was, it was one in 50 from the people that I met who were who should have been there. And yeah, the yeah. rest were, were good, but were kind of just serving their time before they went on. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, when we did recruitment days for retail, you'd get like so many customers coming in. And yeah. there was one, I think one Friday, we had about 50 applicants and there was not one that was like yeah. relevant for the job. And that was like, that is so hard to, because it's a niche hobby, trying to get someone that's got the the mindset for running a shop or being even just a staff member to run intros was hard. Because, yeah. you know, it's, it's a hobby that generates and, you know, encompasses all sorts of like, you know, folks with different... Yeah. Um, ways of dealing with the world and you know it's quite a niche hobby so you are going to be very reclusive a lot of them are so i mean i was for a long time in doing yeah, the uh sure. the, vid the videos was out of my comfort zone yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
I think you talked to her like a duck in water, though, but you were good. <laughs> it took a while. I mean, what didn't help was I was, um, I had a newborn at the time. Uh, yeah. So that two things you should never do is start a new uh, job that you have no skill set in and whilst having a, a newborn. Yeah. Terrible idea because mm-hmm. I was like not getting much sleep and then coming in going, uh, welcome to this video. I'm really excited <laughs> about this video. Like the fate and the um, Roger, this what was called a model lamp. And it was like it was brighter than the sun. And because <laughs> it was like summertime ish. And that had happened when I first turned up. I was full of hay fever and I was like streaming yeah. on the way in on my on my ride in. And I get and there's this bright lamp. I'm just streaming with tears. I'm like, I can't see. Yeah. So most of those videos look <laughs> like I've been crying. Oh, yeah. and then to spend two years painting like that to a yeah, camera. Absolutely. <laughs> and that room, that room was tiny as well, wasn't it? Like yeah, the, the yeah, space was... you actually had to work in. Absolutely small. Yeah. Yeah. It was cramped yeah. <laughs> is, is a word but yeah we worked through it and we had fun uh it was great yeah good videos it. yeah yeah i mean i i've got some really proud ones i've got some that i hate but you know it was it was a great team and uh, i do miss working with the roads um hopefully sometime down the line we, we can join together he did offer me a job as well to be fair That's um, what i wanted to know i was yeah. dying to know that like if you in my head when you did your video like i'm leaving and i'm joining yeah. something if you put a poll out, everyone would have been like, he's already joined Duncan. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm pretty yeah. sure. You always back together. Like, yeah. So um, uh, I think Pat was worried because uh, uh, at the same time, Roger and Duncan asked to meet up and I knew what it was going to be about. And uh, Pat was like, oh, that's that's my my, my golden ticket gone then. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I met up and that, you know, they're great. Uh, I'll, I'll always have fond memories of working with them. And we had drifted apart a bit just because of like, him me being at workshop and him just being full on doing his videos and stuff and um this like one off your job we're going to the next phase want to do like scenery more unit based stuff and i was like if patent approached me i would have done it yeah but the the diff it sounds really weird there's no, no offense against like duncan's presenting rogers editing but i wanted to try something for myself yeah. because i've moved from warmer tv which was pretty much the the style was generated by roger and duncan anyway yeah and i got ideas of what i wanted to do to go to another group of people yeah. that would probably want to do their own thing anyway i mean I, it's their business and i'd be an employee yeah. so i'd be like oh, i've got ideas and it, yeah. i'd have to really really like pitch it really well to, to get it through whereas um Pat was just like, I want you to lead the painting and I'll just yeah. do the videography. And as time's gone on, he's understood painting a bit more. He has like some yeah. really good observations. Um, and they could be better. Each video we do could be better. I could, I could have said stuff differently, but I've been able to make my stamp on what I want to do. And arguments can be made. They're quite low quality paint jobs in the videos, but it's about accessibility. That's the difference. I could do higher end ones if I wanted to, but and I do the extra steps in those videos yep. but i don't go too mad because I, I it's that in my head like 90 percent of our customer base can't paint to richard gray's level or darren laven's level um yep. i want to try and help people i see myself as the first rung on the ladder duncan's like much higher than that and like yep. so many other painters out there are so far up the uh the ladder itself i think it's just... one thing as well that's that's really obvious when when you tell that story is that you joined the painting phase yeah you joined as a person you didn't join duncan rhodes company yeah, you yeah. weren't going to just be Chris Peach at Duncan Rhodes. You were going to be, you know, one of the a name with a brand. You know, and yeah. it doesn't matter. Even if even if Duncan retired and you took over and did all the videos, it's still Duncan Rhodes. Yeah, yeah. And it it gives you something else to buy into when you've got something that you can really own and and really yeah. develop yourself. 
yeah no agreed and um i've always been a bit uncomfortable about like uh, because some a few people said like like marketing experts that were like people i know on twitter and stuff like you should rebrand it to like the peachy phase or the peachy tips so i was like it's not my company and secondly people might be more put off if i know it's me <laughs> it's like oh it's him no oh, oh no, watching the painted face that's great oh, oh i thought oh. we were rid of that guy okay <laughs> because i actually got like it's so weird because people have watched the painted face for pat's videography because they've yeah. seen it and that was like what we call greg the cursed kit bash where he painted that horrible space room with the super glued transfer still on the backing sheet. And they, a lot of people joined because of Pat's videography and some of the chats they used to do previously. Mm -hmm. And then they'll be like, Oh, I didn't know you got peachy on. I hate that guy. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll be like, but his videos are all right. He seems a bit more chilled out now. He's left games workshop. Oh, oh actually he's all right. I'll stick like, around. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I've got this theory of <clears throat> um, primarily Warhammer YouTubers where you kind of go from one end which is very much Pete the Wargamer, where he shows mm. you in detail how to build the model, paint the model, models done, yeah. right the way up to Squidmar, which yeah. is basically just entertainment, right? No one's building a diorama with two Warlord Titans. <laughs> you know, like it's not, it's, it's not even aspirational at that point. It is just entertainment. I think your videos are much more entertainment rather than practical because you're not you're, you're engaging you're having that conversation yeah, you're yeah and there is also how to paint the model but it's it's more it feels more story driven i guess yeah, yeah. the painting face channel has so many you know sitting around the table having a chat as well like it's such yeah, a big yeah. part of the of the brand um it's so much less you can just have it on the background you don't need to pay attention you can just yeah, listen yeah. and watch and watch and listen and i I'm one of like six people in the world who pay for YouTube premium. So like I will do an awful lot of my like YouTube watching with the phone in my back pocket, walking the dog or I've, uh, as, yeah, yeah, as you know, sense, I've got yeah. a new baby. So like I, I wear yes. it in like a strap. <laughs> yeah. So like we, we walk around the town and I'll just be listening to like these things. And it's, it's really interesting to see that like spectrum of where does somebody fall in? Do you, mm. do you think, do you think you're in the right part of that spectrum? Do you want to be more entertainment or more practical or do you care as long as it, as long no, as it works? No, yeah, I don't, it's weird. I, I don't actually, as long as people enjoy the content and um, I think down the line, like I was saying to Pat, we've got plans for all sorts of stuff we want to do. I think we will definitely have, whether that'll be separate channels or within like the channel, separate sort of playlists and stuff, yeah. but we definitely want to focus and keep to the chat shows. We want to do the practical painting. We want to go into bat reports as well, but not to the level that, because there's so many like very clever people out there that do bat reports. Um, the way Games Night do theirs, that's kind of where our heads were at for, for doing bat reports, was just narrative and a bit of fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, We've had a bit of a dabble. What we should have done was said it was a pilot and not say it's part one of four parts <laughs> and never get around to doing the other three yet. I did like part one of the Necromunda game. <laughs> oh, good. I mean, I learned that, that, that uh, what, and again, the, Sometimes the comments can be really dicky, but that this time around, everyone was just super helpful. Oh, did you know this rule is this? Because my my I'd spent like weeks and weeks like swatting up on the rules and playing a couple of test games and stuff. And then even on the day, I just forgot stuff. And like the blaze rule just gave me so much anxiety whenever I read the blaze rule. I'm just like, I have no idea what's yeah. going on with this. <laughs> Scares me every time I read it. Um, but then uh, there's a group called uh, Sump City Radio and they contact me, went on their show and they're doing like some common uh, October time. And they're just like really helpful. And they just go, yeah, there's this app you can use and this thing. And uh, no one cares really, as long as you're having fun. But I think, yeah, from a, from a, a like, it's, it's weird because I want it to be educational and useful um but also the story thing does seem to be quite popular 
but then the chats are just generally just it's like the one uh, in my head i'm like i just want to go down the route, route of the one show uh but for <laughs> hobby where we just get like big guests on of all manner of shapes and sizes yeah. i mean you guys are totally welcome to come on as well because i mean that's that's we want to do it in person that's that's the problem with like a lot of the shows is we want it personal and in the yes. room and it's yeah. the practicality so the next time you guys are ever like towards nottingham or whatever you know we'll, we'll align with you guys and get on the well, show i'm stuff. moving to hastings in six weeks my wife's from hastings so oh right we're cool. moving back yeah but, and andy's in dublin he he can fly over he'll be there in 20 minutes and yeah i'm I mean, not important it's his channel i would be <laughs> i would be very keen to if i'd fly over in the morning go back in the evening and, and do the podcast i'd be more than happy to do that so. yeah I've, but uh broadsword war game was saying like oh yeah it's mm. like 15 quid on the plane i was yeah. like what yeah. it's yeah. 30 pounds from derby on the train <laughs> it, it, the flight <laughs> takes 40 minutes to get from dublin to nottingham 40 minutes quicker than most sense. people's bus or train journeys to nottingham <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my, my my bike drive and I'm filtering takes 40 minutes to pass. Yeah. And, and that's like so that's halfway between Derby and Nottingham. So that yeah. is mental. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Media for Hobbies podcast where we had a very special guest on. Um, we had an absolutely amazing time talking to him, so much so that we went over time by like an hour and a half. So we are more than likely going to chop this episode up and make it multiple episodes for you guys because he said so many amazing things and we don't want to cut anything out and leave it on the editor floor. So I'm sure Mr. Thomas will make some very good headways and end that to make two beautiful episodes, we're thinking. I'm, I'm red already just thinking about the amount of work yeah <laughs> you would have would have killed you to be nice to him once I think. Like, once. it's hard to it was so it's like looking in the mirror and i don't like myself so um <laughs> so yes i hope you guys very much enjoyed this episode and you're looking forward to next week's one uh, with part two of this. bye, bye.